Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. Uh, I am your host, Blaine Bartlett. And today's episode uh, is going to be kind of an interesting one. You know, they all are. I say this every time. Um, but my guest today, Scott Garber, um, is uh, the vice president of uh, business development for an interesting company called uh, Checkspin. And we're going to talk a little bit about Checkspin in a minute here. But more importantly, I want to you know, kind of bring in some of the things that Scott is doing you know, in his personal life and how that actually works in the business area, particularly when we take a look at, you know, the nature of the soul of anything and particularly the soul of business. Um, Scott is uh, on a road trip right now uh, <laughs> with his wife, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But, you know, they've been traveling around the country on a 30-foot travel trailer uh, and he's been working remotely for uh, literally about the last year. And there's been some very interesting things that he's experienced around this thing. But I'm also interested in how he's kept connected to the vibe of the company. And the company, uh, you know, checkspend.com. And you're going to want to be able to go to that website because it's a fascinating play. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, as well here. But, you know, Scott, I want to just welcome you to the show. Scott Garber. Yeah. Come on in. Blaine, <laughs> so Blaine. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I mean, this is an absolute honor to be on with you and, uh, you know, excited to go ahead and, and use this time to sort of tell my journey because, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you ask about the soul of business and what does that mean? And I, I think you have to go and understand the why before we can go ahead and start to unpack the journey. And so, um, you know, Am I good just to hop right into it? Absolutely. Let's just go. You've already brought the question up I was going to ask. So let's Amazing. Go. <laughs> Sometimes you beat them to the punch. Um, you know, it, it's really quite cool, guys. Like, I, I think what we have here is an opportunity uh, in life. And, you know, we are all striving for success. But one of the things that didn't really make sense to me was how do you define success? And when that question was posed to me, I realized that there were some cracks in the foundation. And, and it took a lot of soul searching, it took a lot of adventuring to understand what business can do as a vehicle and where it can position you in life to provide value to others. And so I'm gonna use that as a bridge back into a little backstory of who I am so this all makes a little more sense. Uh, I'm originally from South Florida. I grew up an athlete. If there was a puck, a ball, a stick, it was in my hands or on my feet and I was playing it. Um, when I got to high school, I figured out that I could kick a football pretty far and that, oh my gosh, they'll give you a scholarship if you can actually get this skill to a, you know, to a certain level. So uh, spent the next four years of my life perfecting, kicking a football, ended up earning a scholarship and starting the football program at the University of South Alabama in 2009. Unbelievable experience to, to not absorb a legacy, Blaine, but to go ahead and build a legacy. And so to think about 
um, you know, football as an analogy or a parallel to life, a lot of times we have to absorb what is coming downstream and try and make the best of it. This was an opportunity where I had clay in a wheel and I was a part of building something from the ground up and that sparked so much curiosity. It sparked so much ingenuity. And I saw opportunities that maybe if I would have gone to a traditional program, I wouldn't have seen. And so I like to think that that, that experience is the foundation that was laid for me to go ahead and move me on to you know, further adventures and my you know, mobile lifestyle living right now. So that's a little bit of background of, of who I am and, and how I got to what I'm doing right now. Well, you know, there's a couple of things that you raise up here that I want to touch on. Um, the idea of starting a program, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a greenfield positioning around it that is free of any uh, backstory. Now, you've obviously got the, you know, the story of football uh, that kind of comes into this. But, yeah, in, in, in the organization at the university, there was no history of football as you started this thing. So this is interesting when we look at it from the soul of business perspective, because you actually got an, an opportunity, at least it sounds as if you did here, to tap into something uh, you know, from an imagination perspective. What could this be? What could this actually look like as we started building it? Yeah, can you talk a little bit about you know, that process for you? A hundred percent. And you know, it's, uh, it's really interesting when the path is not paved for you, it's usually pretty bumpy. There's trial and error. But the one thing that building a program taught me was that it is okay and encouraged to fail. Because if you're failing, then you know that you are trying and then iterating, iterating on that process. And so it taught me the ability to fail forward. And that if you do have a vision or a dream, that just because you got one no or you hit one hurdle doesn't mean that you shouldn't pioneer and still continue to pave that path. And so I don't want to pretend to the listeners that it was all sunshine and roses and rainbows about yeah. building a program. I mean, when we started there, Blaine, there were mounds of dirt. They were, there were a ton of mountains that we had to climb and gelling a football team and taking bus rides to practice facilities that were 20, 30, 40 minutes away from campus, all to come and play schools that were junior colleges. And so, you know, you think about recruiting, you think about all of these different things that make a program run. We had to really get scrappy, creative, innovative. And you know what it let us do was show up different. And it taught me that if you show up different, it's not a bad thing. It's just you now have an opportunity to get someone's attention. What you do with that opportunity is where the magic happens. It is. I love that. It's what you do with that opportunity. You know, the whole notion of failure um, has been so rampant in business uh, ethos um, that I, I, I want to poke a big hole in what that whole notion is. Yeah, there is no such thing as failure unless you kind of collapse around it and into it. Um, it's just, you know, this didn't work. Now what else is going to work? Yeah, you know, people seem to have a notion in their mind around, you know, it's, it's almost an equivalency of failure equals I did it wrong or I did something bad. And right, wrong, bad, good thinking just kind of stops everything real quickly. It's a binary choice. And there's, you know, anytime I've only got two choices, there's a dilemma and dilemmas will stop people. It's kind of like, I don't know where to go with this. 
take that notion out of there and is this working or not working becomes really more the, uh, the focal point. Is this working? Yes, it is. Keep doing it. If this isn't working, oh, okay, well, do something different. Uh, but, you know, but the point is you have a vision. You know, where are you going to go with this? How are you going to keep this running? Well, yeah. and I'm going to connect a couple of dots here. Sorry to cut you Please. off. but No, but, no, this is exactly why I want to do this. So, so, you know, what's interesting is, you know, we talk about COVID has just presented so many opportunities um, that would not have been present at the beginning of this year. And it was a forced mechanism to evolve, to change. And I think what's really interesting is we have in society, specifically Western society, we have these stigmas and notions that we associate with certain verbs or certain adjectives. And, and failure has a negative connotation. So we typically try and avoid failure. Well, I'm saying if we have an opportunity right now to go ahead and on a clean slate, redefine and break the stigma of what failure traditionally meant and evolve the term to be more holistic and actually embrace it. Well, now we have the opportunity to do something so much bigger than what we do day to day transactionally. We can really start to make movements as a, as a society. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a distinction that I've played with for years in the leadership development work I do, and it has to do uh, with the difference between playing the game not to lose and playing the game to win. Mm. Very different mindsets. And one of them is contractive, you know, not particularly creative. The other one is, let's just, you know, put it all out on the field, see where we end up. And, and, you know, there's an interesting, you know, and I've started working with this one as well. And I want to, I'd like to get your, your take on this because you had an interview just recently on your podcast. And I want to talk about this in just a minute here, but most people I find approach their life and they live their life from the mindset of an amateur, as opposed to the mindset of a professional. And, and what I mean by that is a professional will look at what do I need to do to be successful, to be excellent to excel in whatever it is that I'd like to be uh, undertaking. And then once they've defined what that is, nothing will stop them from doing what it takes to get there. An amateur on the other side is more focused on, can I get just, a, you know, can I get to a point where I've got enough competency that I'm comfortable doing this thing and I won't embarrass myself or others. That focus on either comfort, you know, which is what the amateur focuses on or excellence, excelling, which requires discomfort. It requires, I got to put myself on the line over and over and over again. You just interviewed somebody on your podcast and your podcast is called Checkpoint. And uh, yeah, you guys, you got to go listen to this, uh, this podcast. He's got some great guests on there and it's got some really good uh, material. But you just had a guest on that you just interviewed. Uh, it hasn't gone live yet, uh, I don't think. Uh, but I want to just kind of get a, a, a jump start on this. Who did you interview? And I want to talk a little bit about this notion between a, an amateur and a professional. Yeah. No, I, I and this relates directly to the soul of business. Well, I appreciate you bringing up the podcast and it's been a really fun venture. And, and I became enamored with, if you give somebody 45 minutes to tell their story on how they got here, what they're currently doing, and based on that perspective, where do they see things going, we can now start to humanize what were once superhero figures. 
professional athletes, Olympians, people that took a parallel to life and took it to the absolute extreme and maximized it. And there were a couple of really fascinating through lines. And it, you know, so the, I think the episode you're referencing, um, we had Chucky Akobe on who was a, uh, he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers on their 05, 06 uh, Super Bowl team. We've had Brandy Chastain on. We just got off a, an interview with Jen Welter. And what I can tell you, which is really quite fascinating, is that all of these folks had the physical attributes to go ahead and be professionals. Every single one of them talks about the mental conditioning. And, and, and they, early on, were looking at ways to differentiate themselves. And they knew that there were only so much that they can do in between the lines that other peoples can do. And so... I found it to be quite enamored, or I was quite enamored when these folks would come on and say, well, this was my secret sauce, and it was mental conditioning. It was learning how to talk to yourself in a way that, that is building you up instead of tearing you down. That was taking control of your breath because we know that we have this fight or flight mechanism, but if I can control my breath, well, now I have a competitive advantage over somebody who might be, you know, triggering that anxiety or that stress or whatever that may be. And so, um, and so, you know, maybe a little long winded answer, but to come full circle with it, these, to take something to the highest esteem, to the highest professional level, all boils back down to process. And if you can show up consistently, regardless of what you're doing, whether that's on the football field, as a husband or wife, as a father or mother, it doesn't matter. If you have a process and you trust the process, it allows you to show up consistently in a headspace where you're not having to think about what you're doing. And so when you show up in that mindset, it allows creativity, it allows all of these great things to flourish because you're not focused and worried about what am I going to say? How am I going to do it? You're just being present. And I think that's something that a lot of people are searching for on their journey to success. Yeah. Success. And I mean, you, you started uh, this interview talking about your own journey around success and whatnot. Yeah. One of the ways that I have defined success is it's developing the capacity to continuously start over. And you're talking about process, you know, consistency. And, and that's what that's about. You're continuously starting over. I get up in the morning, ah, God, I don't want to work out today. No, I go work out today because that's going to be important down the road for me. Um, you know, those sorts of things come into play here. The soul of business, and I'm going to say, you know, this is kind of where this is, you know, threading back into yeah, you had this experience, you know, when you, you know, started the, the, the football team in South Alabama. Um, every business starts with a dream. It starts with an idea. And in terms of visiting and keeping connected to that dream or that ideal, if we're not paying attention to it uh, deliberately and mindfully, we stop losing, you know, we stop having that connection over time. It starts to wilt away. And um, when we look at businesses today, you know, they're toxic for the human spirit in so many ways, you know, in Gallup's unemployment, uh, uh, dis well, disenfranchisement, but uh, yeah, employee engagement uh, surveys, 87% of global workforce disengaged from the work that they're doing because there's not a connection to this spirit that gives life, you know, that gives a reason for, for, for showing up. 
Um, you're on a road trip right now. And this is part, I think, in part and parcel of how you've stayed connected to what's important to you, your wife, and also ultimately to, you know, the business that you're uh, working with right now. You want to talk a little bit about that journey? And I'm going to pause here right now. And this is kind of a, a tee up. We're going to come back to this because I'm going to take a real quick commercial break. And when we come back in, we're going to talk about yeah, Scott's journey. We're going to talk about Scott's road trip. And, and, and we'll, we'll connect the dots. So Love it. be back in just a minute. I want to thank you for listening. Um, I want to also invite you right now to go to blainebartlett.com. And on that site, which is my personal website, you'll see uh, services up on the top menu. I'd like you to click on Leadership Mastermind. Now, why I want you to do that is we have uh, structured a mastermind program that is very unusual and it is very powerful. And by going onto that site and clicking that link, you'll be taken to a landing page that is an invitation to join this mastermind. It's a 52-week long exploration of what it takes to be a highly effective leader in today's fast-changing environment. You won't regret it. And if you've been liking what you've been listening to on these Soul of Business podcasts, how does one become a leader that can keep connection to the soul of business? That's what we look at. That's what we're about in this mastermind program. So again, go to blainebartlett.com and click on the services link. And there you'll find the link to the Leadership Mastermind program. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this little commercial. And now back to our show. Hi, welcome back. This is Blaine Bartlett. You're listening to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. My guest today is Scott Garber. And before we left on uh, this little commercial break, uh, we were just getting ready to talk about a road trip that uh, Scott's been on for about the last year or so. Um, and I want to you know, explore that a little bit because I do want to circle it into the conversation about how we keep connected to spirit, how we keep connected to soul, how we keep ourselves literally alive in more than just a physical sense, but a spiritual sense and an energetic sense here. So, yeah, what's going on with this? You've got a 30-foot travel trailer and, you know, where well, we go? Well, let's go back to the, the idea of success, right? So, so both my wife and I played collegiate sports and, and success was very linear in the way that it was described to me. And not only was it linear, it was reactive. So a lot of folks, if you didn't earn a scholarship, have debt, um, you know, student loans, or you have a mortgage, or you have a car payment. And so we're constantly defining success in a reactive mode. And so I took a zoom out and said, okay, if I had the ability to go ahead and do what I want to do when I want to do it, what would that be? And Blaine, guess where that left me? in a pile of, I had no clue. I haven't really thought about that. And so, and so, you know, it was last June, we, you know, we, my wife and I, we actually met at the, the company that we were with and, uh, and, and we looked at each other and it was like, on paper, we are killing the American dream. We were living in Denver at the time. We were trading time for money. We were waiting until we're 65 to go retire and still all while trying to live the millennial dream of work-life balance. Let me tell you, there's not enough hours in the day to make that happen. No. And so, and so we, we tend to make 
calculated risks that bear fruit, but like we just like to take an adventure. And so within three weeks, we packed everything up. We put some stuff in storage. We sold the majority of it. We bought an 11 foot travel trailer from 1977. And we turned our phones into cameras and into maps. And we went completely off the grid for four months. And, and I think that this brings up a very interesting conversation about the time that we're living in, because there is so much that we don't know. We're in the wild west with our interaction in technology. And it was so refreshing to just go and be out in the Badlands in South Dakota or Crater Lake in Oregon or in, in the Grand Canyon. And you realize that this thing is so much bigger than us. And that the key is to success being where your feet are. Because there would be moments where we would show up to really cool places only to find ourselves on Instagram or looking at it through a camera. No, 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 no. That's not what this is about. You have to be present. Go ahead. Yeah, no, um, I mean, you know, that idea of looking at life through another lens, you know, as an example here. I'm gonna link this into a business, looking at the business's impact, the business's success through the lens of, of, a, uh, of a metric structure that is by definition, a rear, a rear view mirror look at, at where we've come from. It's not where are we right now. And this is, I think, one way that we start getting ourselves disconnected from the soul or the, you know, the, the ideal of the business. It's, we're not present with, with a value proposition that the business is actually engendered around or was founded on. We start looking at the quarterly numbers and, you know, and that takes our attention and energy will follow attention. And aliveness will go with that energy. And if we're looking into the past, we don't have anything here for the present. So, mm. you know, the, you know I, I just love that metaphor. It was really good. So well, continue. We know, we know where thoughts go or where thoughts go, energy flows. We know that Tony Robbins, you know, uh, brought Tony, that yeah. everywhere, which was incredible. And it's so true. And, and I think so many times, you know, when we came off, um, one, there's a couple anecdotes here. One, I think everybody draw a five hour radius around where you live and just go learn how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. And I recommend everybody starting a marriage or a relationship, go put you and your partner outside of your comfort zone and you will learn everything you need to know if you should be in that or if you shouldn't. And so, and so as we're going through this journey, we figured out the secret sauce was to try and be as present as possible, but strike a balance in that, right? So figure out what you care about, what you love, and then try and balance it. So in that process, you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul, you're able to go ahead and be fulfilled holistically. And so, so to come full circle with it, we were winding down our trip and we said, well, this doesn't really make sense to go back to an environment where we weren't really thrilled or really happy. There's gotta be a different way. Well, there's your idea. And so you put thoughts out there and wouldn't you know it that we cross paths with traveling nurses. Well, traveling nurses have a really unique way in the way they structure their finances, the way they structure their mailing addresses. 
So to come full circle, we are, we have a 30 foot travel trailer, as you mentioned, we have a domicile address in South Dakota, uh, where we have all of our, you know, everything is registered through and up and through COVID, we were living on the road. Now, fortunately, my wife and her grandparents extended their house to us here on Cape Cod. So we've been a little more stationary, just trying to make educated, calculated moves. But this whole time, and I want to make this point abundantly clear, everybody is an entrepreneur. Everybody is telling their story. And let me tell you, if you want to go and pursue it, money does not have to be the barrier that stops you. There are creative, innovative solutions. And when you're running a bootstrap organization and you're trying to worry about your mortgage and your car payments, it makes it really hard. And I think that's when you go down the VC route or the PE route and you end up selling your soul away from what the business is and the core intention was in order to make ends meet. So I challenge everybody to flip the script, be more proactive in your planning and the thoughtfulness on your process which will ultimately bear fruit in a way for your business that I don't think you could have ever imagined. Yeah. You know, there's an interesting a meme that I've played with for a number of years that you know, kind of goes, you know, what is it that you want? What are the means that you've considered to get it? And what's the experience you're looking for? And that want means experience is the typical way that people think about getting stuff in life, getting ahead in life, success in life, in a material any of that stuff. It's backwards. It's backwards. So what's the experience I want to have? What do I need to be doing in order to have that experience? And then the want, you know, the, the, the artifact will come in whatever form that artifact will show up. You couldn't have known that there was going to be a house in Cape Cod that you would land in in the middle of, uh, you know, this COVID experience. But now you get to go fishing and a whole lot of other things kind of come along with that. Um, but the, the shifting the what means experience uh, formula to what's the experience I want to have? What can I do? You know, people get stuck on the how. How do I do this? Forget about the how, get really clear about the experience. You get clear on the experience, that internal dialogue, you start monitoring that and you start acting as if you're a professional in pursuit of that experience. Take, it takes what it takes, being clear about what that is. And then you move in that direction. Behave today as if that future were already here. Yeah, here, yeah, what's the experience? Behave today as if that experience is here. The how will show up. The how will yeah. show up. And that's how I keep connected to the soul of myself and the soul of my marriage, the soul of my life, the soul of my business. And I, and I got to tell you, this it takes a tribe to get where you're at, where I'm at. And, and one of the, the other things that people that have made real movements and impact is they have successful people around them. And so I have surrounded myself with mentors, with my spouse who supports me, um, you know, coaches that are, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room or in the trailer for the sake of our conversation. And, yeah. um, and, and I think I'd be remiss without saying that don't, don't think that you're the single point of failure. Build a tribe so when you do fall, you don't fall all the way back down to ground zero. They're the safety net that helps you get back up. And, and so this has, you know, you guys are hearing me. We're not talking about when my car got repossessed. We're not talking about all the, the nasty stuff that happened. And so just know that it was a pure journey. And there were highs and lows, 
But if you are able to go ahead and pioneer to that end vision, the why, then the journey is the destination. And rest easy, Kobe Bryant, but I think he taught all of that, you know, all of us that on a basketball court. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the whole idea, and this is, you know, the tagline of the Compassionate Capitalism book, a journey to the soul of business. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of believe that we start out, you know, in the cradle of the soul to begin with. And this isn't from a religious perspective. This is just from this point, you know, life is, you know, when I come into this world, I'm, you know, I'm filled with the promise of living and life and all that could be out there. And then I start learning a way to get away from that over time. Yeah, society, my education, uh, my family situation, all kinds of stuff starts stacking itself on top of me. This journey back to the soul, this journey back to living, this journey back to who I am, what I'm about, and what I can create is an uncomfortable journey. And to your point, I mean, cars get repossessed. Uh, you know, stuff happens. Uh, you know, relationships evolve, dissolve, new ones appear. All that stuff is part of the journey. And this is true for an individual. It's also true for a business. You know, um, I was watching in, in uh, a football game the other day, and Russell Wilson, uh, quarterback of the Seahawks, I'm up here in Seattle, so I'm a, I'm a diehard Seahawk fan, also an Oregon Duck. I, you know, just kind of throw that one out there as well. Um, but We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> but Russell said something in a post-game interview, um, and they had won the game, um, and it wasn't without drop passes, uh, and it was a last-minute drive and you know, touchdown in 15 seconds, put them over the top. Um, but you know, the interviewer said, Russell, I mean, there, you're, there, there was things going on there. I mean, you know, like I said, drop passes. You know, I mean, you didn't, you know, execution was not flawless. What was going on in the mindset of the team? What was going on in your mindset? And he said something that I thought was brilliant. He said, when we got back to the huddle, we talked about just get back to neutral, get back to neutral, get back to neutral, because at that point in neutral, we're not preoccupied with what was. We're not, you know, it's just, what do we have? What can we do with what we have with where we are? Okay, we're on the five-yard line. What can we do? Well, we've got, some, we've got some talent here. Let's just go with it. The past is the past. And that's the idea of continuing the journey. Uh, and you know what you can do out of neutral? You know what you can do out of neutral is you can be present to observe what's working. And when you can observe what's working, you can take inertia and let that baby run. Because sometimes we have an idea of success that's taking us this way, when reality, it's this way. And if our heads are so buried, then we, we miss the opportunity. And I think that's what, that's the secret sauce is being in the position to take every opportunity. Because it's not that there's, you know, I, I mean, when I was talking to you and Dave, last time, there's more money out there than cents to go raise. <laughs> There, there, I mean, it's just like, there's so much of it, but be present, find opportunities. And if yours isn't the winner, okay, well then we got to downshift to neutral to go back into first gear. And I think that is okay. We need to break the stigma that that is a failure. No, that is okay. That is just called repositioning instead of just doubling down until we have to be in this reactive state. Yeah. If the car is going in reverse, it's got to go to neutral before it can go to forward. Um, that's what we're looking at here in a business. This makes all the difference in the world. If you're, if you're running a business right now, that is, you know, and many of us are pivoting as a consequence of, of, uh, uh, COVID, um, your business models are shifting. All this sort of stuff is going on. Neutral is a healthy, healthy place to be. 
you don't want to you know, push the river necessarily. And to further iterate on that, when you're in neutral, I have found that it's comfortable in neutral. And so what I would challenge people, this is going to go back to the coaching and mentors. It's okay to go back and downshift to neutral or come out of revert, but you can't stop there. Right. And I think it's paralysis by analysis when you get to neutral and you're like, well, how do I do this? No, 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 no. We got here, but this isn't the destination. This is just that pit or that pit stop to go to the next iteration of it. And I think I'd be remiss without saying that. Oh, absolutely. And that's consistent with get the experience in front of the, the what? Get the experience in front of the how. Yeah, what's the experience we're looking for here as an individual? What's the experience we're looking for as a business? We want to make a difference. What's the impact that our business is about? And the purpose of the business is to have impact. The purpose of the business is to uplift the quality of life on the planet. And my product or my service is designed to do that in what way? How do I take that to market? That's how we keep ourselves connected to the soul of business. And Blaine, so, before we wrap up, I think, I think I'd be remiss without saying this. We are all imperfect creatures. We are all living this life together. The best piece of advice I got on my journey, learn how to forgive. We waste so many opportunities and we waste so much energy on things that have already happened. Try and talk to yourself, figure out in your DNA what it takes and means to forgive. And it will open up new relationships and possibilities that you know it. That's the soul yep. of it all. Yeah. yeah. And it's steeped in gratitude. Um, I mean, Cicero talked about gratitude as the, uh, the foundation. It, it basically is the parent of all other virtues. Gratitude. Mm -hmm. What am I grateful for here? I, and, and if I start focusing on gratitude, yeah, first of all, gratitude is the indication that I have what I want. I can't be grateful for something that hasn't happened to me. So if I, got, if I get the experience in front of me, I'm, I'm grateful for that experience. And then I live as if that experience is real. I live mm -hmm. as if that experience is here. I'm grateful. And it's, it's, a, you know, it's not the law of attraction. It's the law of vibration. I get myself in an in a, in a attitude of gratitude. And it comes to me from that perspective. Scott, how do people get a hold of you uh, they can also check out your company, uh, Checksman. We didn't get a chance to talk about Checksman necessarily, and it's a great play. I mean, I really like what you guys are up to. But, you know, what, where can we find out more about you and, and, and your podcast? Yeah, well, I'm going to use that as my subtle plug because we just scratched the top <laughs> of the surface here. So we might have to get on and do this again, Blaine. But um, if you want to find me, uh, LinkedIn is far and away the best channel where I live. Um, you can also reach me at uh, scott at checkspend.com. Um, I respond to every email, give me 24 to 48 hours. Um, and then our website, checkspend.com is, um, you know, we're doing really innovative things, modernizing the distributions of funds um, for organizations, athletic programs, and nonprofits. So um, happy to go ahead and connect with anybody. If I can't provide you value, I promise there's somebody in my network that can. So reach out and happy for every, every conversation. Yeah. And that's checkspend spelled C-H-E-K-S-P-E-N-D.com. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get the spelling right on it. Guest today has been Scott Gerber, or I'm not Gerber, I'm sorry, Garber, Scott Garber. And this is Blaine Bartlett. You've been listening to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. Uh, I want to invite you uh, to, again, uh, check out uh, my website, blainebartlett.com. We've got a lot of material on there that uh, are free resources that you can have access to, all kinds of different things. 
Also, and again, an invitation, check out learn.blainbartlett.com and you will find some information about a mindset that we're working with, a mindset mastermind that I think is one of the finest on the planet, if I do say so myself. So check it out. And until next time, thank you for listening. And Scott, thank you for uh, showing up. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.